Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the White Tail Lakes Podcast. We're all set up here down this creek bottom. Bean Buck's been in here a bunch of times, so good chance to see him on him. Meh. Smoked him. I think he just crashed, brother. <laughs> Absolute money, dude. It's 76 degrees out. We just set up 80 yards from a buck and killed him at 18 yards. Here we are. We're set up on a, this grave that's been absolute fire for the last eight days. We know a shooter went in here to bed this morning. Matt. Get it? That was at eight, dude. That's at eight. Fucked out October 28th. Homies up for the rest of November. But absolutely incredible season. Both kills on hanging hunts, right on the beds. And just making it, making it happen. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming at you at 11.17 p.m. Central Time, recording this intro. GarageBand had an update, which I had to download, which was uh, not expected. And then I had to set up all my settings to be able to import from the mic and everything. But um, today I talk with the Born Again Bowhunting Podcast. Uh, they have a podcast, they have a YouTube show. Um, this is a different podcast. Um, I really, really enjoyed it, though. Um, tied into hunting and life and um, just friendship. And if you're looking for some Christian-based, good hunting content, uh, these are going to be your guys. It was a really fun conversation with them. I'd actually talk, talked to them a couple years ago. Um, and uh, just a really good group of guys. They specialize in a whole bunch of different fields. Um, and a really, really fun podcast. Uh it's going to people make this possible, get on the show. Well, it's, the year is getting close to the end, guys. We're wrapping up. Um, if you're looking for some Christmas gifts, um, I wanted to throw out there um, the Exodus. Um, you know, if you're looking for a cell cam, you want to get the Exodus render. Um, that's a really, really good option. But if you're looking to get your husband something or maybe get your wife something she's wanting to start getting hunting, um, check out the new MMT arrows. You can custom build those arrows for the bow that she's shooting. Um, and that, that arrow is going to shoot out of that bow way better when you tell her, hey, I'm shooting a 45-pound bow. They're going to set the spine up. They're going to set the tip weight up for you, the the, the arrow length, everything to get the best shooting um, ability with those MMT arrows. So that's something I was thinking about with Exodus is maybe, you're, maybe you want to get your wife some new arrows for Christmas if she's getting into hunting or already hunts or your girlfriend or whatever, um, it'd be great to give her, get her some of them MMT arrows and say, hey, babe, I got these arrows custom built for you. They're specifically built for you and your bow. Um, add a nice little added uh, 
feature there, uh, maybe to get some brownie points going into the late season here. Um, if you're looking to get your bow fixed up this off season, don't forget to, to check out 330archery.com. Boy, Tony over there, he'll hook you up. Um, it's a great time to get your bow set up. I'm going to get new strings put on mine this year um, from Tony, hopefully get it lined out. Uh, I don't know if I'll send it to him directly or if he'll, I'll just have him custom make me some and I'll put them on around here. One or the other, it's going to happen. Get some new bow strings on. Um, but if uh, if you're in the market for some broadheads, check out Afflictor Broadheads. They have everything that you're going to need from a fixed blade to a hybrid to a mechanical, um, small diameter, bigger diameter cutting. Um, they all fly very true. That's one thing I do absolutely love about those is the fixed fixed blade that try flies extremely extremely true. So um, those are just some quick Christmas gifts that I was thinking of that would be pretty good whether you get yourself. Or whether you get someone that you love, your buddy, your wife, your girlfriend, whatever. Um, but let's get into the show. And, and like I said, this one's a little different, but I think you guys are going to enjoy it and maybe um, open up your your eyes to some new stuff to think about. And uh, let's do it. Here we go. All right, guys. Well, we got a mixed bag on um, from the Board Again crew. Um, we got Zach, Matt, Kevin, and Jared. How are you guys doing tonight? Great, good. We're, we're living the dream, boys. Yeah, we uh, we you guys were uh, gracious enough to have me on your show, and I uh, went on there and rambled. And I I love returning the favor, and so I said, what better time? We're already all together. We can just knock it out, and uh, I can I can get another week uh, off you guys for content. Um, and uh, I I uh, <laughs> I'm kind of glad uh we're, I, we're doing the second one on my show because I feel like we're loose now. We're 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 in the goods. <laughs> we're in the good stuff. So Listen, boys. <laughs> we're, we're, I was trying to bring you know some good content for you guys's, and uh and now I feel like this is just going to be a, a ripper here. But all right, we'll we'll uh we'll start off with Zach. Uh, just go ahead. We'll go through the line. Go ahead and introduce yourself real quick. It's so kind of the uh, people can get recognized with your voice here. Yeah, so my name is Zach Cromer. I <clears throat> this is a boat hunting and hunting podcast, and I don't do either. So that's funny enough. But um, I used to hunt when I was younger. But I'm the boat technician in the group, so I do target archery full time. Um, I, I have hunted in the past. I'm just joking. But um, yeah, so I do all the guys work on bows. I do the tech videos for our group. Um, I do all the free labor for all my friends. So they just come over to my house for three hours and I just <laughs> get them shooting. You. I get them shooting bull holes to you pay to a friend who who's a bow tech because things so, happen out in the woods, you just call your best buddy. <laughs> I uh, I had a free, I had a guy come over, it was like eleven o'clock at night. It was morning, it was my old friend and he was hunting with Kevin, I think actually. And he's yeah. like, Hey, I gotta come over. He dropped his bow tree stand, I'm like, Yeah, come on over. It's like eleven o'clock at night. Um, but yeah, so yeah, and then like I said, I do target archery. Um, pretty competitive. I do um a lot of stuff in Ohio mostly, and then I try to travel to some uh, you know, national events and compete with that. Not a pro yet. I don't know where that's going to take me, but I just consider yet. myself a high-level amateur that has been doing bow work for like 10 years. So that's me, and I'm just the free labor on the team. So uh, that's more than that. Buddy. I know, but I do have one episode. I went on opening day with Matt like four years ago, and the highlight of that was us eating snacks out of the <laughs> That was the highlight. <laughs> <laughs> to shoot like the first 80 entry i will take me out all right let's do it late season let's do it sounds good yeah that's me i take my boys out there they just don't comprehend that you can go hunting and not bring snacks with (laughs) like that's you have to if we're dove hunting squirrel it don't matter they're like we gotta get the snacks snacks? we gotta get the food like (laughs) we're gonna be out there for weeks you know (laughs) i put up a, a story on my um Instagram during guns or early bow season, I got my kids out in the blind and uh, I told them, you know, go get some stuff. And it's like they brought a variety, dude. There's like 18. I got them all lined out. There's like 18 different things that my kid packed in his backpack. He carried it the whole way out. So I was like, I don't know what's yep. in there. He gets in there, just keeps coming out. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, wow. So is that, is that leftover meat? No. Dude, he brought he bought three pieces of pizza wrapped up in yeah. aluminum foil. Pizza. Cooked, yeah. I'm like, he's eating cold pizza out there. I'm like, 
whatever, dude. Cool. Hey, Dad, where's the microwave? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fine. So, yeah, we'll go to the next guy. All right. So, I'm Matt. Um, I founded this. Uh, it originally was Instinctive Passion Outdoors. And it was probably, what, four years ago? Yeah. We just started with YouTube and, like, social media. Actually, started with just Instagram, and then we kind of grew into YouTube. Kind of kind of jumped at first on YouTube. We got some traction. Kind of slowed down a little bit. But Why did we get traction? One of our I buddies. Mean, we, we, killed, yeah. we killed a giant. A couple giants. Yeah, and that helped. That, that helped, helped a lot. That helped a lot. <laughs> but as, since then, we've kind of been slacking oh, on the giants. <laughs> so the traction's kind of gone down. We're because, just living. Because now these guys are like, yeah, they don't know how to kill deer. They got lucky. Yeah. And, uh. But yeah, so Matt, we we changed names. We changed. Uh, we rebranded. Oh, what? Last year? Yeah, last, I think yeah, last just year, last yep. year. And we're now born again bow hunting, and we're just trying to have more of like a positive message. And uh, we we want to share the light of um, Christianity and and what it means to be a Christian hunter, that person. And uh, yeah, so that's me. And we'll go to the next guy. Um, Kevin Berkey. I'm. Probably the so they just asked me to be part of their group this year, so I'm probably the oldest intern they have ever had, <laughs> almost 31 now. So, um, but I, I just enjoy it. I have a blast with these guys, and then picking up our podcast that's been a lot of fun, too. Yeah, um, so that's me. Yep, so uh, Jarrett, uh, just got married this year. And my wife is pregnant with our first kid, so <laughs> wasted no time, boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So I'm excited for that. And uh, this is my second year with the Born Again guys. It's a blast filming, hunting, going to different states. We just we love it all. We try. We, we try. try. We try. All right, out. Sounds like you guys got a good roundabout crew um, there. Uh, like we mentioned, we had Matt on. A couple years ago, and then we actually met for a quick uh, spell there at a at ATA show. Was it wasn't an ATA? Yeah, we you were with that uh, Broadhead. Yeah, booth. the Broadhead company. Matt, Matt, we ha- we had to pretty much stay at the booth. Matt was having some really bad health problems, um, so we were there trying to do our best. Um, fairly Stop. new and into the uh, actual sales of a product, but. Um, just trying to do the right thing by him. Um, really solid dude and uh, trying to help him out in the time of need he had there at ATA show. Um, but it, it's crazy. You got like, you know, guys that you've watched on YouTube for years that do reviews and stuff coming up. Well, how does this work? And I'm like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> is there, any, is there any cameras around? Like, I, I'm going to explain this to you, but it's not going to be. Uh, and then, you know, Matt would come back from you know the you know whatever doctor's appointment or you know he he had uh cancer so mm. he was having to use the bathroom like a lot during that time period with this medicine and stuff so he'd come back and then he'd just like nail it and i'm like i gotta pick up like two things that he said to so the next guy that comes up <laughs> i can uh kind of piece together it a little better but um yeah we we got to meet there um and uh i don't know um i ATA is always such a blur, man. I don't know if we met any time after that, but uh, I think I think twice. I think two ATAs is where we've hung out a couple times, but that's it. Yeah, that place is. COVID shut down one year, and then like last year we didn't go because it was all the main brand bow companies pulled out. Yeah, 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 we didn't go. We didn't go last year either. Uh, I might go this year. I'm not 100 percent sure. What? I want to go this year with everybody. I think that'd be fun. Oh, dude, it's oh, it's as fun as you oh. want it to be. It could be. Whoever, yeah, whoever hasn't been to ATA, it is. I guess I'm. The, am I the only one in this room? Yeah. Yeah, we have. Yeah. So ATA is like just the mecca of. Yeah. It's so much fun, dude. Yeah, is it's it's a lot of. Uh, I would I really like to go there as myself with no intentions of doing any business or working yeah. any booth and just rip, you know, <laughs> like that would be fun. Um, yeah. but the third day of working a booth, um, it, it phew, man, it's especially how excited you get, um, after you leave the show, um, in the after hours, you know, <laughs> that, that, uh, it depends on how hard you go of how, how hard that third day is going to be. <laughs> Cause they're, they're, that the first couple of years, that third day is brutal, 
you're like, yeah, wow. to wake up in the morning. Oh boys. yeah, it's hard, dude. <laughs> you went to sleep at like two, you know, yeah. <laughs> three. <been> lucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, I I uh, I might head down there this year. I'm not sure. Um, I found a really good way to get in. Um, if for guys, if you guys, anybody out there that. Um, wanting to go to ATA show, um, that's a very effective, cheaper way to get in. Um, hopefully ATA ATA isn't listening to this. They're gonna they're gonna they're gonna uh, shadow ban me and be like, well, you can't you can't talk about that. So, but yeah, anybody that wants to go, um, message me and I'll let you know how how you get in for extremely Smart cheap. Personal message me. Yeah, personal message me. Yeah. yeah. Personal message me. <clears throat> yeah. Funny. Say this is not about ATA, <laughs> and then I'll answer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I appreciate you guys coming on the show. I, I really appreciate you having me on your show. Um. I know that you guys do a lot of travel hunting, and uh, there's a ton of uh topics that we could cover in this. The main thing that um I wanted to cover was I, I really like your rebranding. I feel like in life we kind of change our outlook. And how we do stuff like um, a few years ago on this podcast, we had no kids. Like we had one kid, you know, two kids maybe, um, and we could do. We had a lot more free time. We drank a lot heavier on the show. We partied a lot more. And now, um, I I, I don't ever drink, man. People probably yeah. listen to the show and they're like, it's not the same. But um, I've come to you know to things that are important in my life, like, you know, doing the right thing, leaving a legacy. I try to say that every podcast, not as, you know, a way to close that. Cause I got white to legacies out. I've been saying that for, you know, forever. So I got yep. that um, to, to close it out, but it's something that I feel like if you go after that um, in your mindset of, you know, let's just try to do the right thing in everything in your life. It's it life's a lot easier. Um, so I kind of yeah. wanted to go into, you just, touch base on your rebranding and the mission behind um, that. Uh, and then uh, there's no telling what we'll get after that. That's the main message of this is, is if you guys can do it and you can, you're running a show and you can rebrand because your priorities changed then anybody else out there can change mid anything, you know? Yeah. So yeah. Uh, yeah. go ahead and touch base on that. So I'll start it, but then I also want you guys to jump yeah. in too, you know, absolutely. I don't want to be the only one talking on this, but. Uh, so I'm at, like I said earlier, uh, kind of started this thing. Originally, it was Instinctive Passion Outdoors, and actually grew traction quite, quite fast. It was fast. Yeah, I would say. Within the first two years, we first two a years, lot. we we killed a couple of giants, and uh, it really jumped. Um, and then the year after that, we kind of had a slow spell where like we killed good deer, but they just weren't giants, and. Um, we really didn't have a message to the show. It was just kind of like we'd film our hunts and we just kind of did it because something to do. It was something to do with our buddies and everybody got together. And then, you know, we kind of got it. We all got together one evening and we're like, man, what can we do to like better ourselves? You know, like Cromer and I, Cromer was one of the OGs, with the instinctive passion. And uh, we kind of like just talked one night and we're like, man, we should be doing something with this mm-hmm. content because we were getting, like you know thousands and thousands of views on youtube and i was like man if, even if we touched like 10 people you mm-hmm. know like what could we do to better their lives or even better our own lives and like kind of make it accountable on us you know mm-hmm. so then we started the born again bow hunting thing and it took us a while to think of a name because we wanted it to be meaningful and we wanted it to be something that people could remember easy and um, one thing that I regret from Instinctive Passion was whenever somebody asked, you know, hey, what's your YouTube channel? I told them Instinctive Passion Outdoors. They, no one knew how to spell instinctive and they never <laughs> they never remembered what it was. And it's the truth. It's like, true. They were like, what is it? And I just like, remember IPO or yeah, yeah, IP, IPO. IPO, yeah. And then that'll help. And then nobody ever remembered what, who we were or what we did. But um, changed our name to Born Again Bow Hunting because of the Christian concept of being born again. Uh, we don't preach scripture by all means. I don't want to do that. But we just try to live like a, a a positive, I don't know, lifestyle on camera. Yeah. Where, yeah, you know, we're openly. It kind of kind of like seek one in a way. Like 
Lee talks a little bit about how he's openly like a Christ follower and and not saying we're copying sequel and by all means I'm just comparing it like we don't we don't read out of scripture or anything we just we're just Christian dudes that mm -hmm. hang out we're sinners like anybody else and we're not perfect but because of because of Jesus who died on the cross for us we're saved and uh we just wanted to kind of spread that yeah and it's just like you know as christians we're <clears throat> we're just thinking about like you know we're we're here and like we're we're on camera we might as well spread that message in one way or another and it's like you know and we're talking about our faith and it's like it's hard to talk about your faith just to random people from day to day so if you can just do it with your buddies and get this message across to you know hopefully thousands of people like that's for us and what we believe the ultimate goal right for what we believe as christians like that is why we are here on here on earth right so that was kind of the idea and and like what matt says like have a purpose for this like if we're not just running around like a bunch of idiots just shooting a deer like there's a purpose to this and we can you know show positivity like matt said and have a have a message that we believe in too so that's yeah. what yeah. that change was and i mean one thing that definitely stood out to me like when you guys when we first started talking and i joined and everything it's like changing your youtube name that is it, it was pretty successful i mean start uh to something that's christian based it was clearly not like you were doing it to be like oh we'll, we'll get more views right because actually it was the exact opposite yeah right yeah and because i mean unfortunately in the world we live in that that doesn't do anything for you on like yeah. a social media standpoint. Yeah, and pushes you down actually. Yeah, hundred percent. You were right. Like we didn't get pushed. Our algorithm dropped. Like it yeah. was. It was very hard. It was not for any social gain. Nope. But it was literally just because it was. It was what you wanted to do, and it's. It was what you wanted to portray to everybody. That yeah. I mean, it was just definitely drew me in for mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. And, uh, and I know Kevin as well. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Exactly. But it was just is a great thing to do and yeah. and I, I think it's made a difference in all of our lives. And I know for a fact some of the people that we've talked to, it's made a difference in theirs just to see the way that we act and you know, like you said, we're not perfect and we don't say we are when we never will. Yeah. But it's just it's a great thing to portray and it's something that we have a lot of fun doing. Yeah. 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 Huge shout out to you guys for you know, taking the step when that step is, is it's not frowned upon, but it's definitely, right. like you said, it's hard, it's hard to talk about, you know, it's not something that yeah. a lot of people are openly talking about. Um, and, you know, it, 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 it's a brave thing to do, but it's the right thing to do. You know, you got to do the right thing. Um, and what better way for me, you know, to, to have you on to as many listeners as I can to say, Hey, you know, don't be don't be afraid to do the right thing because a lot of times the right thing is is scary or it's it feels you know it feels wrong because everybody else is doing the other thing, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. and uh, it, it's tough to do. Um, and I I really like that you guys have you know kind of the community. You're uh, you know um, you're almost like a a small group. Um, like a Christian Bible small group, but you're like a small group of bow hunters. Like if I, yep. if I had that around here, that would be incredible for me. You know, um, uh, I, I'm openly about my faith, you know, been Christian my whole entire life. Um, try to instill those values in my kids. Um, but my values are a little different than I think, uh, than some people, I believe it's okay to have a good time as long as you do, you know, do the right thing, um, along with the good time, you know? Uh, so that's what I've always been about is try not to put people down, um, no matter what the message. And, uh, I'm really happy that you guys come on and you can put this message out there. Cause anybody that's listened to this and is looking for someone to connect to looking for, cause I don't feel like there's very many people in that category. Like you, like you guys just mentioned, there's very few people that are in that segment of, you know, this is what we're doing it for, and this right. is what we want to get across, you know. So big yeah. props to you guys. Um, you know, I didn't really have a, a plan for um, 
this podcast um, other than getting this message off. But as you guys were talking, I kind of had the idea of um, kind of going through, um, you know, maybe the the hardest thing that you learned as a bow hunter or as a hunter, and then the hardest thing that you've learned as, you know, as a life lesson. And uh, I feel like if you're putting stuff out of there, out into the, you know, the podcast world, you put your faith out, which is hard. And then I think the second hardest thing for people to do, which I do on this podcast repeatedly, and I get a lot of, I get a lot of uh, message about it, about how I talk about it too much, is my failures. Um, <clears throat> and people are like, you're always too hard on yourself, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just real with myself, you know? No, so, I, so. Yeah. Um, if you guys are comfortable with it, maybe what is your biggest hunting failure? And then maybe what is your biggest uh, failure you think, you know, that you've done in life? Um, and I can go first if it makes you guys more comfortable. Um, so my biggest yeah. my biggest hunting failure would be is uh, wanting to hunt big deer before I was prepared to hunt big deer. Um, I feel like I got into the big deer hype pretty early. Um when there wasn't, there's no content really. YouTube had just started, and I was trying to hunt big deer. I had killed a lot of, um, you know, a lot of deer, a lot of those small bucks. But I feel like I needed a couple more years in that zone of just killing, because um, when I had that encounter with, you know, that first absolute just giant deer, like that world class whitetail, I wasn't ready. I was not prepared for that moment. Everything that could have been wrong was wrong. My mind wasn't in the right spot. I didn't have faith in myself, um, and I messed the shot up and um, completely stopped hunting for a whole entire rest of the season. I shot that deer Thanksgiving weekend and did not pick my bow up until the summer of the next year. Um, and I feel like my biggest failure was getting into the hype of hunting, trying to hunt these big deer before I was ready to, and I feel like if that's not brought up, that a lot of other people, because of podcasts, because of YouTube, are going to go down the same exact path, and they're going to skip those years that we had as hunters where we got <laughs> to just shoot person. stuff. Like, yeah. you shoot a fork and horn, and you didn't post it. Like, nobody's going to give you crap. You know, like, yeah. nobody yeah. knew. You're just out there just killing stuff. And yeah. now you shoot something, you post it, you're going to get some hate no matter who you are, what you do, what people says, there's going to be hate animosity yep. to, to you um, from people you don't even know. And that's something that we didn't have to deal with like at all. Like, no. um, and I, I catch myself doing it sometimes as well. Like, man, I, I don't know if I would have shot that deer, but you have no idea what that guy's got going on, you know, and you gotta, I gotta stop myself in my tracks and say, hold up. You know, I don't know what this guy's got going. You know, maybe he had three days to hunt this year, you know, and, and you can only put so much in a Facebook post. And it's it's really hard to uh, to not negatively think, well, I wouldn't have done that, you know, but you, you don't know if you would have or not. So I feel like that was my biggest failure as a hunter. I did. <clears throat> I had the years of killing, but I don't think I had enough to prepare me for that moment of holy shit this is this is here you know because you don't i mean how many chances you get at a 190 like in bow range drawed back like very few if ever you know and and i had it and uh and i, I just completely messed up because i was not prepared for that moment at all um and then uh for my life one is i'm a sucker absolute sucker for for being um too nice of a guy <laughs> um, I've been burned multiple times um, from people from from uh, and maybe it's maybe it's not the worst thing ever, but it's something that I try to work on. Be a nice guy to an extent that it doesn't damage you. You know, I'm always trying to. I I was really big about um, going out of my way. You know, making sure that people were taken care of, making sure that you know my friends were taken care of, making sure everybody else is having a good time. Um, and altering what I would do personally to make sure they had a good time. And that's something as I age, uh, I'm, I'll be 31 as well here in, in February. Um, I have kids now 
and I don't I don't alter what I do at all for anybody else. <laughs> I just yeah. do me, and if um, the you know, you ever met the old guy that just says exactly what he's thinking and he doesn't care who it offends? I think I think that's just a thing that comes with age. Yeah. Um, and I'm like slowly growing to where I think people just get burned enough where they're almost to a point where they're oh, they're going to like me or they're not going to like me, you know, yeah. and, and that's that's yeah. where I'm at. Like I've seen um, in the industry, um, you know, not in the industry, me personally. Um, be affected because I had a podcast because I said something way in the past that someone took offense to um, and it's a whole cookie crumble of five years of you know me not even trying to offend someone and I offend them and there was times where like I was like man if I could just talk to the people or but I mean if you're holding a grudge for five years you know screw screw it like it's it's over and that's where I'm at now like I just talk to who I want on here. I say what I want. Um, but the main thing that I try to spread is do the right thing um, because the right thing is always the right thing, man. Even if it doesn't feel right, it's 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 the next morning you're going to wake up and you're going to say, man, I'm glad I did that. You know, I'm glad I didn't glad I didn't steal that cam or I'm glad I didn't take that bad shot or I'm glad I didn't, you know, go out last night and I was up being able to get up and hunt this morning, you know, <laughs> um, but yeah. Like I said, you gotta have fun too, but just keep the keep the fun, um, the right fun. I want to say so. That's my spiel. If you guys are uncomfortable doing this, this is kind of just an uh, idea I had. I I if you don't want to do a life one, at least do kind of a failure as as a hunting. Um, if you guys are open for it. Yeah, I'm cool. I, I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, I'm gonna figure it out. One. I got, I got something. Go ahead, Kevin. So I guess for a hunting failure, um when like the really heavy arrow phase came out and it was like new, I jumped on that too. And I had a fairly slow bow. It was an older bow. And, you know, in the back of your mind, you're like, I'm going to shoot 30 yards max, you know? Well, a couple of years ago, I had a, a really nice buck come out at like 40 yards and I practiced that a little bit in the yard and stuff, but I wasn't as comfortable with that as I would have been 30 and under. Well, you know, I took that shot mm-hmm. and I made a bad shot on him. Um, and I tracked that deer for a couple of days off and on and just felt terrible about it, you know? So I feel like not being prepared and still stepping outside my comfort zone. Um, it kind of ruined the season, at least for the first half of that for me, just because of, you know, in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, I wounded this deer. I did something I should have done and I did it anyway, I guess. Um, and then for a life failure, I would say in the past, I hung around people that um, maybe weren't necessarily Christian, but they weren't bad people. And I could tell that I would drift towards what they would be doing and stuff more than, you know, what I knew was right as as well. And hanging out with these guys and then me and my wife are also in a marriage Bible study. That stuff has really helped me, you know, just hang around good people. You'll have good people. You won't have to, you won't fall into two temptations as easily. Um, they're still going to present themselves, but you just know that you have the tools to turn away from that, yeah. or you have somebody to, you know, um, I guess. It's be, like a backing. Be, yes. Yeah. yeah. Hold you accountable yep. for stuff. So yep. that's really helped me in the last couple of years too. So that, that'd be mine. Yeah. So <laughs> Um, I would say my biggest hunting failure, uh, I would say it's been like being too confident in just like a single property. So I think I would put all my eggs in a basket and just kind of hope that it turned out that way. (laughs) And I slowly realized that, I mean, people that shoot big deer are never in the same spot. I mean, they're always checking out different places, getting permission, different places. I mean, they are really moving and I think that really changed the game for me when I realized that they're not all sitting in the same tree stand on the same piece of property all day long and I think that was one that was definitely one big thing for me is realizing that I got to get out and I got to look around I got to find you know I got to do a lot more work it's it you got to step out of your there's a comfort yeah there's a big jump in the amount of work you put in I think and the amount of deer that you get on for sure um, that was probably my biggest failure, but, uh, another thing for me for like the life is 
I think I spent way too long trying to be popular in my mind. Like I wanted everybody to like me. And that was a big downfall for me because uh, it wasn't who I really was. Uh, and I cared way too much about what people thought of me. And once, once I realized that it did not matter what Joe Schmo thought of me, it didn't change my life at all. And that just kind of getting into who I really was and, you know, doing the stuff that I wanted to do, whether it was what everybody else was doing or not, really just allowed me to grow. Uh, it actually what led me to my wife and everything else. So seriously, that's one big thing that I preach is if, if you feel like it's something that you should be doing, I mean, don't, don't be afraid to be doing what's not popular in your friend group or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. just find what makes you happy and do that and yeah. run with it. Because you will, in the end, be a lot more happier <laughs> when you do that. You want me to go? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. So my biggest hunting mistake would be hunting for other people and not for myself for a very long time. So kind of touching base on that. At first, like everybody else, you, you know, you you shoot the first thing that walks by and then you start to get a little bit, you know, bigger and bigger and bigger, et cetera. Well, the year after I killed my 162 or 163, sorry, I thought that I had to live up to that. Like, Oh, Matt killed a 163. And the year before, you know, he killed like a 140. Like he's got, you got to keep climbing. You got to fill this like pedestal. So I hunted for not the right reasons. And I, ended up killing a 120 inch deer the year after in muzzleloader season in Ohio, which is very late. It's like what, mid January. Yeah, mm -hmm. And it, it humbled me, but that was, that was the biggest, that was one of the biggest hunting mistakes that I've had or regrets would be just hunting for, for somebody else. So I was, I was obviously hunting for the, the social media fame and I was hunting for that big deer and, and you know, you don't, you don't need to do that. Hunt for yourself, hunt for whatever makes you happy. Don't, if you pick up your bow and your heart's just a thumping, shoot that sucker, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get caught up in the whole, like, oh, he's not big enough. Like, he won't hit a certain number. And yeah. I still do that. But it's like, man, I wish, I wish I'd get over that. They just shoot whatever makes you happy, man. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks on social media. Yeah. Don't think about, because, you know, Cody, you talked a little bit about that earlier. You don't know what, you know, <sighs> You, somebody that's killing giants every year either a they have the property that's just mecca or b they're putting in a ton of work and maybe you don't have you know maybe your life doesn't go down that path where you can put in a ton of work or you can you have the property you don't have the connections you don't have the money to lease man shoot whatever makes you happy don't don't worry about what you know joe schmo on social yeah. media is doing yeah. and uh life would be not doing the born again bow hunting thing sooner would be my biggest because I've always felt like God has had a calling in my life and I've always felt like I've been lost in like there's something missing in my life and I've always tried to replace it with something like so growing up I was really big into sports and college athlete and I thought like that was the path and then God kind of took that away from from me and then I got into cars and it was like building cars and then God took that away from me. How'd he take that away from me, Matt? <laughs> I totaled my car. <laughs> you had like what 15 grand into that thing. Yeah. So you like, had an oil spot and crashed into a wall. So yeah. I mean I've had a lot of ups and downs in life and I've always tried replacing it with something. Like I've I always dive head first and I go 110%. But I finally I think I finally found what my calling is and it's and it's honestly just spreading the word. Yeah. And I wish I would have done that a lot sooner because so I'm a matters. firm believer in, you know, like a lot of people think that God's just this like happy go lucky. Like, I don't believe that at all. Like God's very just. And if he wants you to go a direction that you're not going, he will tell you about it. Yeah. And I've been slapped in the face so many times in life and I've just never put two and two together until I got a little older and a little bit more mature. And I just wish I would have not cared about what the next guy said or what he thought and just did the uncomfortable thing because 
life's a lot easier now. I mean, it still has its ups and downs. We talk about it all the time, but I just wish I would have done it sooner. Yeah. But yeah, um, for myself, like I said, I haven't I haven't hunted that much, so this is very surface level and like novice. <laughs> well, <laughs> what opinion? about what about uh, biggest tournament? Uh, mistake biggest oh, archery tournament what mistake no do the hunting one though you had one i have I'll oh, think, okay. I'll, all right i'll tournament one too but like the service level hunting one is i just started hunting and i and like i was going out with like friends because i didn't really didn't have property and this guy stuck me in a tree stand and i was like 20 feet in the tree stand but then there was a ravine and the ravine was like 20 feet below so where that the tree made stand you was. feel like you were extremely hot. I didn't even really pay attention to it. I was like, ah, oh, you know, I'm just in a tree stand. And then it's like really nice, like probably 140 buck came out. And I had never really even shot a buck before with my bow. And I had my bow. And this deer was 15 yards away, you know, from the right with a range finder. And I just stuck my 20 yard pin right, right in the center of him. I was like, oh, this is done. And I shot and it, I just went right over his back. <laughs> and I just took the meat off of it, and I was just such an idiot because, like, I didn't compensate for, like, the drop, and I should have put it below his heart and, yeah. like, all this crap. And then I, the deer just was standing out there, like, 50 yards in the woods looking at me, and I was like, man, that sucks. <laughs> so that was my surface level. I don't have any, like, deep regrets with hunting because I just haven't done yeah. it enough. Yeah. Um, the tournament one, let me think about that. I have the life one. What about uh, when you and I were <laughs> shooting together and you had the state record and you – dialed your site oh yeah i mean yeah, yeah there's that's, yeah that's also service level but just like simple mis simple mistakes just like and like the tournament archery thing is like i can talk about that for an hour but just like the amount of technical things like if you go to a high level tournament and you're shooting like the open setups and the stabilizers and the really expensive sites like matt can contest to this because he's been doing it more but like there are so many things that you have to do right to yeah. win a tournament like that. And I'm talking like it takes years of experience just to figure out like the little things. The mental. And, and like when you're done with a tournament that day, like it's like you've been taking a math test for four hours. I'm not kidding. Yeah. Like is that not the best sleep of your life when you get done with the tournament? Yeah, you just want to sleep the whole time. So, like, but yeah, like just the tournament regrets, like nothing huge, but like just – dumb mistakes that i've made to lose tournaments um and just you know the experience that you, i mean and and also like you just unless you're just got that god-given talent it's just the amount okay let me think about this so the regrets that i have uh and it's it was i couldn't i couldn't help it like it was circumstantial because of my life but i was going to college and i was working a retail job and if i had endless money this wouldn't have, wouldn't have been a problem but i've missed i missed probably four five six years of shooting tournaments because i worked a, a, a retail job and it was at a pro shop so i was actually learning how to work on bows and becoming a better bow tech but like my regret is like i wish i would maybe found a different way to make money to where i could have shot more tournaments and spent more of my time doing what i actually wanted to do instead of talking to customers about you know crap that i didn't want to talk about so <laughs> that's definitely that's partially a life regret and then the life regret is a tough one for me because I I don't want to say I'm trying to live it right now, but I'm trying to figure it out. Um, and it, it does go like with what Garrett said about wanting to be liked. Um, and I'm starting uh, I'll plug myself. How's that sound? But I'm, <laughs> it was a fat plug. It was a fat plug. <laughs> but I'm doing I I have a uh, business I just started. It's called Third Axis Designs. And it's a 3D printing uh, business. And I just I make uh, archery accessories and stuff. And I'm, and I know I'm going to look back at it as some failures because you're just when you're first starting something, there's just you have to yeah, fail to grow. Yep. And I'm just trying to figure that out like right now and like not worry about what people think and just come out with things that I want to and just, you know, just just work harder at it and you know just try to figure out how to balance life, tournament archery, if I hunt, if I want to do this through, you know, this individual business. And have a family, like just be there for my wife, like just figuring all that stuff out. The failures that come with it are hard. Um, but yeah, just I'm living in the failures and I'm trying to learn from them as best as I can. So that's yeah. where I'm at in my life. And, you know, like I look back on my life and I've worked really hard to get where I'm at, which is still marginal. <laughs> but I mean, you know, I'm doing it. So it's like yeah. I can't look back and be like, oh, I really regretted this because I've, it's been just a lot of hard work. And. You know, just it, I thought sometimes I want to say college is a big regret. Honestly, uh, I mean, you can say that nowadays because 
you get I mean, Matt, same boat. Like you do all this thing going through college and you just you spend all this money and then you just end up in a job that you don't need the degree for. So yeah. like and that, making more money. Yeah. So like that can be, you know, I don't want to do a lot more money. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to discourage people, but like that to me sometimes is a regret. And I, I know that at, or the job that I'm at, it could take me places. So it's not necessarily a regret, but that did come to my mind when I was thinking about your question, Cody, because I'm like, this sucked and it was a waste of money. And now Joe Biden's not going to forgive it. So I'm really ticked off. Wait, wait, that got, that, yeah, that got squashed. That's they, like they, they put the hold on that. Yeah, yeah, he tried to get votes for it, and now they're squashing it. So, but anyway, it's a good thing. Probably <laughs> our grandchildren uh, are death paying that off. Talk about a rabbit. Yeah, <laughs> that's a rabbit. Yeah, go so yeah, that's me. But yeah, that's where I'm at. So, but nice. just you're just learning all the time, and you're failing every single day just trying to get better. And I think everybody here in code yourself, because you're doing it right now at 1030 at night, but just, you know, figuring life out. So it's, uh, yeah, that's my spiel. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate you guys all sharing that. It's crazy how a lot of our kind of our life things are corresponding there. And I know I, there's some younger guys that listen to this and this is kind of a, a different podcast than I normally have, but I know you guys just, you know, affected one of those guys to say, man, maybe I need to start just doing my, doing my thing. And mm-hmm. I, w- people always said like 30 to me just seems so damn old when I was 18, 19, <laughs> you know, and now I'm 30 and dude, I feel so young. Like I feel, I'm ready to rip, bro. I'm ready to get after it, you know? And, and I get after it every day. Like, I mean, Five days a week, I work, I go to the gym, I come home, I'm full sin with my kids. Uh, but, you know, Forrest Gump, man, life's what you make it, you know, or, you know, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's, that, there's a lot of meaning behind that, you know. So I appreciate you sharing that. Like I said, this is a different podcast than I normally have, but I, I'm really enjoying it, dude. I feel like I'm in the room with you guys, just chilling, <laughs> hanging out, you know, I feel kind of refreshed after, uh, um, it's hard to talk about the hard things, and I think that's what I'm going to name this podcast somewhere around there. You know, talking about the hard things or something like that, because you know, it, what better way to do it than where you know thousands of people can listen to it too? Like that's because you're gonna you're gonna have that impact. And uh, when when you guys wanted me to have on, I said, man, I want to have you guys on and and kind of have the same impact that you guys are searching for on my show. And then say, hey, if you guys are looking for, you know, to get this connection every, you know, every, you know, more often, you guys got to go check out their show because this is this is what they do. You know, I'm more of a content learn how to kill these dang things because I can't seem to get it done, you know, <laughs> efficiently. And uh, I feel like you guys are you're kind of in that same realm, but you have the the underlying message of, you know, this is who we are and this is what we stand for. So. Yeah. Again, yeah. huge shout out to you guys for for taking that message and sending it out there to the airwaves where people um, that want to hear the message, want to connect with guys like you, have the opportunity. It's not hidden. It's out there to say, yeah, this is this is us. This is you know. Yeah. And, and I'm sure if someone messaged you guys, like if someone had something in life going through that they were having struggles with. I always say, message me, dude. I'm open book. I'm here to help you talk. I've said that hundreds of times, you know. Um, but for you guys talking about that stuff openly, you're going to get more messages than I am um, about people that need need that, you know. There's something about talking. Like, you could talk to your family or you could talk just a good dude, you know, just like that good dude yeah. that you call when you just want to chat something out. And I feel like all four of you guys are that dude and going to be that dude for somebody because of your podcast. So, Yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, what better yeah. way to, to connect with a hunter that, that needs that? You know, someone that you already have a lot in common. He's listening to your show about hunting, but now he's got – maybe he just got married or he just had his first kid or he's looking for some advice maybe about college or about anything. And you can just say, hey – I'm going to shoot you straight. This is what I think could be wrong, could be right. Um, and, you know, you can bring that to them. You know, I don't know how, how often you guys release a podcast or plan on it, but you can bring it to Try them. It, um, it's, yeah, once a week. Yeah, yeah, pretty consistently, you know, where they have a place to 
to go in and, and hit those hit those questions. So, so I would I'm just going to interrupt real quick because I I want to talk about this and I think it's <clears throat> I think it's a good time to talk about it. So <clears throat> we had which the Indiana hunt where I talked about my experience. Kev, which episode is that? That was the last one, 18, I believe. Okay, so episode 18. I'll talk a little bit about it here, but I don't want to. I don't want to beat the dead horse because we already had a full podcast about it. But um, if anyone is wanting to learn a little bit more, um, first of all, we talk about hunting, and we when we went to Indiana, we were successful. We arrowed a buck, uh, killed a buck, and we're on like absolute giants on public land, like 160 pluses. So it was a very fun hunt. So first of all, like, you know, obviously it's going to pull you in from the deer aspect of things, but if anybody wants to listen to, um, just a crazy spiritual experience, please check out that podcast yep. because I had one of the craziest spiritual, um, experiences, experiences or conversations <laughs> with, with God while hunting that, um, I just, I feel like I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. And I feel like we talked a little bit about it before where God's kind of slapped me in the face and wanted me to go a direction that I've never wanted to go because I was uncomfortable or I didn't think it was popular or whatever. Um, everybody battles demons, right? Like everybody's got that one thing that they just can't beat. And it's like always bringing them down. Like I've got one that just drives me nuts. I've got one thing that I just wish I could fix about myself. And like we said earlier, nobody's perfect. We're not claiming we're perfect. And um, I've been battling this this demon for a long time, man. And uh, God, he really opened my eyes. And he oh, he did it so by taking a deer away from me. So I, and I, I don't know why I've just been not like wanting to do the videos. And I need to just sit down and do them. And I just, something about it just, I'm afraid I'm not going to produce it the right way or something like, I don't know. I just need to sit down and, and do it. But basically once I produce that video series, it'll be on YouTube. And, um, I, I'm shooting a 70 pound bow. I'm shooting, uh, just shy of 600 grain arrow, heavy arrow with 150 cut on contact, um, kudu point and a 75 grain outsert at the end of my arrow. So tons of FOC, like I'm not getting in that crazy ranch ferry arrow, but like a very, yeah, very cut good on, cut on contact. Heavier than the average Joe. Very, sure. very like that's a killing arrow, yeah. you know. And uh, I had that arrow bounce, and when I say bounce, I mean bounce off of a deer, uh, 130 deep mile in on public big timber. Like I'm telling Cody, like I'll send you a, a Snapchat or I'll send you a little clip of it. When I say bounce, I mean this arrow legitimately landed eight feet behind, like hit the deer and then bounced eight feet towards me. <laughs> and uh, it was nothing else can be explained, but it got a, a lesson was needing to be learned. A lesson <laughs> needed to be learned. That was that slap in the face you yeah. were looking for. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes, like, as Christians, we need to realize that. Cromer and I talk about this a lot, like, the bad experiences that we have don't just chalk them up as like, oh, well, I had a bad day. Like maybe dig a little bit deeper and realize like maybe it's because I did X, Y, and Z. Or like maybe it's because I did this. And I'm not saying always. No, and I think this is my opinion on that, is if you take a bad experience and you, you reflect on your own life and you're like, you know what? These two things could be together and change the negative thing in your life. How is that not positive? It's a positive. It's exactly. positive. So yeah. it's like if you're, you know, and a lot of people aren't this aware of their own lives and then they're just doing what they want to do and they don't think about the good and the bad consequences. I, I think it's not, a, it's not a bad thing that you have a negative experience, you yeah. reflect on your own life, and then that's where, that's how you can make things more positive for you. That's how you can turn out to be more positive. I'm not saying that God did that to you exactly like no, that because- and that's what you're I being wasn't punished. And I know you're not, but I think maybe somebody might have taken it like that. Yeah, take it thanks like for that. clarifying. But we're not saying that God's punishing you. You got to turn your life around. I'm just saying, like, if you are mature enough to reflect on your own life, this happened, you know, maybe I, you know, 
that's because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. yeah, you know, and it's a good thing. Yeah, it's and, a good thing. and that's another thing, like, how could he talk about people getting on him because they say he's too negative on himself? I think it's a big thing to, regardless of if it's something spiritual in your life or just any situation, mm-hmm. you need to realize the things that you, you did wrong, yeah. and that's how you fix them, whether it's hunting a big deer yeah. or it's a life decision. I mean, it's it's a good thing to recognize the negatives in your life because yeah. that is what pushes change. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's that's a no, big like, thing. That, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, you're good. I was gonna touch base, like when Cody, you said that I think it was in this podcast, might have been the other one. I can't remember. You said that people bash on you sometimes for yeah. for uh, you know being negative on your on yourself. I mean, it takes a big it takes a big man to yeah. sit here and on a podcast where multiple people are listening and say this is what i did wrong because everybody in today's society is there's excuses for everything and it's yeah. look at what i did right and it's it's exactly it's always like hey look what i did right like yeah. name how how many hunting shows out there never show the bad <laughs> shots never show the you know wounded deer never show the mistakes we'll, it's never, always, we'll never know <laughs> it's always success and i'm just tired of it man because that's not life and you it's know? not relatable it's no it brings the expectation way too high for the average person that can't compete with that and they don't see what you know the failures that those people have done to start with well it's like it's like today's instagram that's what instagram is like it's, it's your highlights of your life and that's what and and you know that's what every single person is striving yeah. for is just oh that person has a perfect life look at their social media look at their instagram everything's going great yeah and like i feel like maybe we're giving people the other side of it and so is cody when he talks about the negative things like right. here's the here's real here's, life here's real life here's boys. real life whether yeah. you like it or not yeah sometimes we suck yeah yeah <laughs> you know like it's just the truth so hopefully people <laughs> i hope people relate to that and i hope people want that and you know that's what we're yeah that's kind of what we're not yeah. here for but you know that's for real that's part of what we're doing that's the message though, real man. life man nobody's perfect we're not saying that we're perfect yeah and you know like there's not one person on this earth that's perfect nope there was one there was one there was one but i'm saying not currently no no sir and it's like you know it's okay to make mistakes just learn from them yeah and don't make the same mistake constantly right those are the those are the demons that i'm talking about don't like for people that maybe aren't as um comfortable with what we're talking about don't reflect on me saying a demon and think like literally yeah no it's it's not like a it's not like a demonic figure i'm talking about those stupid mistakes that you make every single day that you know is not right mm. but you keep doing them that is your daily demon yeah yeah you know it's not like this monster trying to kill you every day <laughs> well hopefully not you know they could be <laughs> but we don't want that we hope you? Not. <laughs> but i'm just saying like you know th- those are the demons that, that people need to fight yeah and, and like you say cody all the time like you know just do the do the right thing man, yeah for real yeah like, yeah that's yeah. the easiest way for me to sum it up with you know, I don't know how many episodes I've said that where, man, like I said, a lot of times the right thing feels wrong. Like you're like, man, that I, it's I want to do this, you know, but it, it, the right thing is always the right thing, you know. So, um, go just touching base on you know the talking about my failures is, I think it's extremely valuable. Um, like we had mentioned kind of off air about, you know, the name of this podcast and why I continue to do this podcast. Um, how, if my kids hear me talk about a failure, um, I feel like if someone has a per, a personal connection with you, and I, I do believe that I have some listeners that have a very personal connection with me because they've listened to me so long. Um, I feel like that conversation, it will stick with them way longer then um this is the failure and this is how i overcame it then man i i just did this absolutely perfect and it was money you know because you have those situations as well but you know if you if your dad set you down and said i really struggle with this um and this is how i got through it that's going to really have an impact on you other than your dad saying man i never i never had a problem with that at all you know i just plugged right along um but you know, people can have this podcast and think I'm a, a super successful hunter. They look at the Instagram following or whatever, TikTok following and this and that. Um, but I say on here, I'm literally recording this on my kitchen table right now. 
I still got two bowls of cereal that my kids ate half of that I need to get rid of before I lay down and go to sleep tonight. Um, I I got four kids. I got to wake up and go to work tomorrow morning. Um, I haven't killed a buck yet this year. Like, I mean, I, I just straight up honest with people. I'm just as normal as normal can get. Just a dude that yeah. creates content on Wednesday and releases it. Like, that's, that's the only difference between me and you. Um, but over the years, I've... Uh, I've tried to consistently work on myself, and I feel like that's where 95% of people are missing the ball uh, completely, whether it's your spiritualness, your being a better friend, your healthiness as, you know, you're working on your job, whatever it is. Like, you can work on yourself in many different ways, but um, – I have four kids that I have to take care of and provide and they take a lot of my time, but I make sure and prioritize making sure that I'm solid. Cause if I'm not solid, I'm not going to be solid for them. There's just no, no possible way, you know? And so dad, huge. Yeah. yeah. And I tell my wife, like my vacation and my hunting, she lets me get kind of carried away and hunt, you know, really, really hard. Um, but she understands that I kind of need that. Like, that's my yeah. deal. That's my thing. You know, that's that's how I reset and, and regroup. And and uh, my kids, dude, they're, they're getting into it hardcore. Like, they're, they're edging it right now. So um, I had this theory with my – I told my wife, I said, man, if I didn't love killing big bucks so much and I didn't love the chase of the big deer, um, when my kid started hunting – I would go to a longbow and start my transition all over where I start shooting a forked horn and I start shooting a six pointer. And then I just work up as he's working up and we're doing it together. Um, mm. I think that'd be so cool. I make it, you know, he's, he's got a crossbow and we're trying to get stuff done. And then I got a longbow just to make it, I'm trying to kill a doe. Like I'm trying to get something out here, you know? And, and, uh, that might be something I do in the future, but maybe, you know, I got four kids. So maybe if my third kid wants to go hunt, I got <laughs> I got, yeah, you know, one of them's, one of them's going to like it. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> you know, I, I got a good shot, 25% <laughs> shot that one of them's going to, going to dig it. But, um, it's funny. you always see that old dude out there. That's just, he's got the longbow, never really kills anything. And he's just in it for a different reason. And I can see myself eventually getting to that point. But right now I'm so obsessed with the actual game and pursuit of chasing these giant bucks that I can't get away from it. But, um, yeah. I see myself fading every year a little bit where I'm just like, man, it'd be fun. You know, that that would be different or just trying different things like hunting off the ground or different States. So see, that's, that's, yeah. that's what I was saying, the, the bouncing around the States, man. That's because like when we go on out of hunts as a group, there are no expectations. Yeah. Man. Like, that's something I wanted to wrap up um, at the end of this. You guys okay. had had a, uh, um, messaged me earlier in the year and asked if I'd be interested in this. Are you guys going to do the challenge again next year? Oh yeah. Okay. Yep. Give me the details on when you're planning that. And I'm going to try to make that happen. Um, Ooh, dude, that would be, be so sweet. much fun. Yeah. That'd be badass. Just so, talking with you guys the last couple hours. I, you know, the almost three hours here. Um, I know that it would be an, you know, an awesome weekend, awesome time. So <laughs> I could definitely try to, try to make that happen especially if you give me a good advance i can pretty much that's what i always tell the companies i work with i'm like you guys need something out of me i'm gonna i'm gonna gonna come through um but you need to give me like a couple weeks advance <laughs> you know to give me time to make it happen because uh time's yeah. my smallest uh smallest yeah. percentage of what i have to give to anybody um but yeah I, that would be an absolute blast um and we can we can hype it up and make it a a, a really fun fun adventure for all of us. So, dude, let's please. Awesome. I'm holding you to your word. Yeah, dude, let, let me know. I, I'm I I got some plans for some hunts next year that are already I already got the okay for from the wife, and I might um I might ax one or two of those to uh to to make that happen. So. I could, I'll even be nice and drop you a couple pins. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll get out there and uh. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll make something happen. I always, I, I have, I have the drive of a 18 year old male uh, <laughs> and a 30 year old male body. I just, I just have no absolute, I have no quit in me for some reason. It's either, like I said, it's either just 
will or stupidity. I'm not real sure, but I just keep going and keep going well, and keep going. Yeah. He's been watching liver can eating raw liver. I'm not eating raw liver, man. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not eating raw liver. He just got busted with that email I link. <laughs> I seen that. I'm like, if anybody that believed that would. I heard it was like $12,000 a month in Roy's is what yeah. he was on. Yeah. So, I, heard, I heard 10. Yeah. I heard 10. Yeah. 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 Did you heard $10,000 a month. Yeah. yeah. And he said, he's doing it by eating raw meat and yeah. bull testicles. <laughs> and he's selling, he's selling all the ground up bull testicles and people are buying them. <laughs> So that's why I think Cody's just been eating the bull testicles. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he's got the testosterone, raw testosterone. Yeah. The only you thing know, I eat is bull testicles and coffee. That's it. Black, black <laughs> coffee and bull testicles is how I survive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, All right. Man. Someone's going to just accidentally bump to one hour in to see what this thing's about. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to hear black test or black, black coffee and bull testicles. Oh. Uh, they're gonna be like, they're gonna be like, well, what? I, yeah, I'm shutting this off. Yeah. <laughs> Show notes, just you click on, you know, yeah. for good content. One hour yeah. in <laughs> is premium. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Well, I appreciate you coming on and and uh, letting your message get out on my show. And uh, I want to do a big push to anybody is looking for this kind of content. Um, and still looking for that, you know, hunting camp vibe feel where you're out with your buddies, um, but striving for that that content that you guys are going to provide to uh, to listen to your show and and follow your videos. And like I said, I'm excited for uh, I'm excited to 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 make sure that I can make this uh, this challenge happen um, wherever it's going to be. Um, I'm probably going to show up in a a work car with 236,000 miles with a a pop-up tent and a, and a bow and drag out a 170. So you guys better be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Challenge exactly. All right, guys. Appreciate you coming on. Well, yeah, thank, thank you, man. You. Yep. Thank you. All right, guys. So there it is. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. A um, little different, um, like I said, than we normally do, but it was really fun to just have a, I've been doing a lot of tactic-driven podcasts where you know where we're talking whitetail, we're really in the game, and it was fun just to kind of cut loose with this, talk about some life stuff, some some lessons learned, um, lessons learned for them hunting and life in general, and just kind of have a relaxed conversation with these guys. That was really really fun to me. I'm gonna be having um, a lot of people on here coming soon, and then I also have another series coming that I'm gonna do probably February March ish april um it's gonna be something different gonna be fun um and hopefully something that is more informational based but i'm gonna get these guests on here um talk some late season hunting and then also just have some bs sessions with some people that i want to talk to um i've been doing this podcast long enough i just want to have people on i want to talk to and uh have fun and uh hopefully you guys get some entertainment or some some knowledge out of it but hopefully this podcast you know opened it up, maybe made you guys think about something different. Um, and if you guys are looking for more of this kind of content, um, make sure and check out them at Born Again Bow Hunting. Um, they have a podcast. They have multiple different platforms um, to check out. So uh, appreciate you guys tuning in all the way to the end. Like always, I love you guys. Appreciate all the support. Um, this year, the podcast numbers were outstanding. You guys um, really did your part on showing up for me um, this year on the podcast. I, I hope that I brought the content for you guys and, uh, you know, had an impact on your hunting season like, like I hope I did. Um, and I hope you enjoyed it and got some entertainment, some laughs, and some knowledge out of it because that's what I'm, I'm doing this for at 11.30 at night here. So I'm going to get off here and uh, hop in the shower and get ready for another day. Um, always do the right thing. Try to leave a legacy. And Whitetail Legacy is out.